so I tell you, boys, I was having a good morning until I saw the message come up in the in the chat from the painter that said he's found a new sport. <laughs> we will, we oh, will, dear. we will, we will hold that to the end. He started watching <laughs> triathlon. That's what it is. Oh, get yeah. out of here! <laughs> he, he's like, I got this new sport, triathlon. It's amazing. You should watch it. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, so so we, we will leave that to the to, to the to the poor the poor diehards that listen to the very end to want to hear what the bike painter's new sport is. You're gonna have to we're gonna make you wait for that one. But uh wow, I mean, so here we are. It is the uh Monday after Wanaka, after Wanaka. Um what a fascinating weekend it was for triathlon. Was it ever? Um, I'm going to let you give us your opening thoughts, Rob. You were you were, you were our embedded reporter down there, so yeah. it's only fair that we. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, look. I mean, the photo I saw on social media was you just sitting on the grass. Tough yeah, job, that, this bigger reporter. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't you didn't get my media credentials through, so I couldn't go on yeah. the uh, on the side of where all the other proper podcasts. We we so, will um, never get media credentials anywhere <laughs> in the world. I'm I, I, I can see. I could see all these competitive podcasts on the other side, and I was like, yeah. "Hey, what, what, how's this yeah, work?" Yeah, that's right. How does that work? <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, takeaways, takeaways, takeaways from Wanaka. So yeah, I'm, I'm bloody glad I got down to watch the Friday night racing, the um, the Oceania Cup, I think it was called. Um, yeah. It was. Um, it was. It's been a long time since that four meter triathlon has been in Wanaka, but man, the crowds came out. It was incredible. It was absolutely amazing. So um, watching the women's race, it was, um, you know, it's fairly business as usual. The pretty, pretty big, large group in the water. And, and there was a, a couple of decisive moments in transition where um, um, Jeff Coat and Knighton and um, Roderick got away early on the bike. And, and actually, funnily enough, I saw, um, uh, or I, I thought pulled out early for some reason on the bike. I'm not sure what was going on there, but um, Nicole Vandekay had sort of been gapped a little bit on the bike, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Um, that was early coming out of transition, so she had probably lost a bit of time in the swim. But I thought, oh, okay, well, we'll see what happens here. And then on the bike, the the three up front really took it to the field, and they put about 30 seconds on. Wow! And it was it was good to see yeah. two young Kiwis just going right. We're riding on the coattails of Jeff Coat, who's a seasoned um, international athlete, and we're just going to take the opportunities. And I know Brie Roderick's riding real well. Um, I know her boyfriend well, and he's an elite cyclist. And um, uh, and obviously Hannah Knighton's got great cycling legs because she's done well um, racing at Noosa Tri. So yeah, it was going to be interesting to see if these guys, these girls, could hold it off. But behind, there was started getting a little bit more formation in the group, and they came. Uh, they they started pulling back a little bit of time. They might have got back to twenty seconds. And then, um, and then when the run started, um, you just saw Vanderkay come out of transition like a like a rocket. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, she's after it! Like she wants to win this." And and to to pull back, um, it re- re- fairly fairly good gap, and then build on it once she'd gone past it was quite impressive. And and the, the speed that she was running, I was like, "Wow, she has got she's got run legs." Like she was yes. absolutely motoring, so it was cool. I don't even know the I don't even know the time the run split. I I didn't I didn't no, know that. that. It was bloody impressive. It was a um a sixteen something I think. Wow, that's that's cool. She's she's in good run shape. Yes, yes. Um, but the the behind her the 
we've got some great young talent, hey? Like, it's really exciting. I, I didn't I, – Olivia Thornbury race. I didn't see Eva Goodison. I don't know if she was in the race or not. Would have been no, – she would have gone. Out injured. Out injured. Ah, okay. Okay. But uh, Roderick and Knighton, they were, they were good to see racing. Um, uh, yeah, it was just – it was – Really, really impressive. So, so good on them. Made a made a great race of it. But Vanderkay came away clearly, clearly the strongest Kiwi, and um, yes. you know she's she goes into the season um, with a lot of confidence. I think. I think so. I mean, that, that for me is the big takeaway. Is that as she did last year as well? NVDK seems to hit the ground running, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. She had that great race in um, Hamburg. I think at the end of the t- seasons prior and um, that sort of carried her through to Abu Dhabi and she, she went on well from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's good to see. I tell you, I just don't know enough about Bria Roderick. I just don't, that was a real, um, uh, a real standout performance for me from, from yeah. Bria. Yeah. She's uh, well, I mean, so I was, I was talking to, uh, to her boyfriend and he was saying that, and he's a great cyclist. He's a very, very good cyclist. He races to himself yeah. and there's, track pursuit her and he was saying that um she's her handlings are way better on the bike than it used to be so so that's awesome. obviously something that they that they're doing some work on and it's the women the cycling has to increase in quality for the women it's gone in the days of of the group just rolling around having yes. a bit of a laugh these these girls are really taking it to it so to see everyone upskilling in all disciplines and good the cycling is as important as the others it's great to see good that is that is good to hear yeah um any other takeaway from the women's side before we think I what will be, be the developing story of the of, of today's potty, which is the men's race? No, but I am looking forward to seeing what happens at Taupo because we won't have yes. the international athletes there, so Jeff Coat won't be there to string uh, it out. Oh, maybe sure. No, maybe. They're all, aren't they all heading up as well? I'm guessing that they wouldn't come over for that. Oh, I, mean, I hope so then. Yeah, so I do I. I, I think it yeah. does have an international flair because of the um, – the mixed relay. So there's a there's oh, a, right. some, some mixed relays on the line as well. I should do um, my homework. Yeah, yeah, no, of course not. That's right. Um, <laughs> hey, so before we go to the men, because I, I want to make that sort of like the the the, the meaty um, content part of the of the potty. Let's talk about the uh, the half Ironman. Um, Rob, oh, how's Bex? <laughs> she's all right. She's a she's a bit she's a bit uh, mentally um, pissed off, but uh, she. I said, I said you can you can have twenty four hours and then yeah. um and then and then you forget about it and she's yeah. she's forgotten about it. Move <laughs> she had on. a good day yesterday and so, yeah. because because the painter wouldn't have a fucking clue what happened. You might as well tell the <laughs> painter. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Take that. So for, yeah. for any listener that didn't happen, um, Bex turned where she wasn't meant to turn and took with her one of the other elites. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll throw a bit of, bit of context. We'll, we'll build up to that. So the. The swim, she uh, led out of the water, had a 20-second lead on Lottie Wilms, who's, uh, who's a former. So Lottie Wilms was a great she was a She was an elite-level swimmer before she went to triathlon. So um, so for her Bex to have a 20-second lead over here was pretty pretty good. And um, on the bike, she, she opened up that lead a little bit on Wilms, who turns out wasn't feeling good. But behind her, Els Visser, who's this Dutch powerhouse um, cyclist, just, just mowing her down. And she caught up to her about halfway. Um, and the two of them rode really well together and opened up quite a big gap on um, on uh, Grace Thick. And um, as they came in about 10K to go, there's a, there's a road called Orchard Road. And in the past, the race has gone down Orchard Road. But yeah. as, as, as they came towards it, this, this time the race carried on straight to um, the next road up. And 
for some reason, and Bex had trained on this road every day pretty much. And for some reason, she thought, oh, we turned right here because oh, they no. had the pass. And so she turned right and, and Alzvista went with her. Oh, and, no. um, and and she started riding down this road going, this is and they get to the end of Orchard Road and go, oh, there's no marshals here to turn us back onto the main road. This is weird. Oh, and then she thought, no. oh, I know what's happened. So so she told Els what's happened and she she was absolutely distraught. Hey? Like she, she'd obviously taken this girl with her. And as they rode back to the to the main road where the course was, um, Grace Thick had just ridden past. <laughs> so she'd she'd yeah. taken away. They'd gifted her about a three or four minute um gap. <laughs> so so they rode back into transition together and Bex was she was pretty upset about it. And um yeah. Once once on the run she uh she 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 went up pretty hard out of transition. I think she was a bit angry. But um Grace Thick's a phenomenal runner. Actually, she was a former cross-country runner, Australian cross-country runner. And she, um, on that course, she was just so strong. And Elsvis is a very good runner as well. So those two um, put a put a bit of time on Bex. And, and well, I think actually, I think actually the D2 would probably cost Elsvis the win, which would have been a bit yeah. of a shame for her. But so that's one of those things. Just 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 to be clear, I, I, as I see it, Rob, um, the, the, the girl that followed Bex is equally as guilty as Bex. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. There is, there is no, there's no, there's no extra guilt to be laid upon Bex. Bex yeah. got it wrong. Yeah, it was the responsibility. If you're going to try and race for a win, fuck me, know your course, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, exactly it's that it. simple, really. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it's a little bit harder for overwhelmingly for women, maybe, in a, in a, in a, in a race because there might be a lead vehicle, but invariably the lead vehicle only sits with the men. Yeah. So the women have got to just, you know, follow either in with the age group men or going in the right direction. Or they, if they get with it, because if you can get monster gaps in these races where there's, you know, 500 meters to a kilometer, but uh, where mm. Bex has got nothing in front of it mm. to um to pivot off, um, bam, she mm. yeah. So I, I, I'm a bit grumpy, but hey, so just moving on to um, but it was it was actually a nice yeah. moment because she was talking to Sebastian Keeley in the recovery area afterwards and she was pretty upset saying oh this is my home race i should have known and he said don't worry i i went the wrong way in roth <laughs> oh my god you guys with him and he said he said i know that race so well i shouldn't have gone the wrong way either yeah <laughs> so she felt better after she heard him say that <laughs> yeah no that, 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 that is dead right eh? it's it's a it's I, i'm i'm well i would not know what it's like to be at the point of end of a field but you've got a split second decision to make hey eh? But mm. literally, there's a split second decision left, straight or right, straight or right. Mm. I don't know whether at that point, sometimes maybe the advice would be if you if you're unsure, sit up, mm. even stop almost, mm. because one second or, or 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 a ten or fifteen second moment to just go with it. What the fuck is going on here? Mm. This is this is a four or five minute, um, um, you know. Uh, hey, but here's the thing, Rob. That detour and that penalty was still less than the penalty she would have got if she got caught for drafting. Yeah, that's actually a good point. You want to think about it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's a good point. That's the significance yeah. of, 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 the, of, the, of the drafting penalty. Yeah. Um, is, is, I'm going to just want to keep this show moving because I, although it was great that the half fireman was here and we are reporting it, I really want to move on to the... Um, oh, it's, it's, I want yeah. to talk about the men though. Yes, because, absolutely. Is because, it the summer of Jack? We yeah. talked about the summer of Jack. Did Jack just have a bad race at Toad Um, I, I well, he he had an amazing race here because he had a, so he must have because he had a crash. Yeah, and, and we know he had a great race at Taupo. Um, yeah, 
and and he had an incredible race at, at Wanaka. So yeah, I think maybe Tauranga was just he just might have been just a bit a bit short of some watts, but. Man, he uh, when he came out of the water in that front pack, what? Um, immediately so what? 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 Yeah, yeah. Pack. Did you just <laughs> say Jack Moody came out of the swim in the front pack? Yep, yep. He was on the feet of Crawford, Osborne, um, all the all the hitters. So has, has, um, he, has he been to Noosa and visited JR? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, someone. I think Martin Braden said, "Oh, the swim pack. The swim must have been a bit, a bit casual because Jack was in the front group." <laughs> ouch! 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 <laughs> but, ouch! But that's that's the chances you take. Like he had, and it, and it wouldn't start slow. It would it would have started fast, and Jack would have started fast with it, and he would have um, he would have just gone. And uh, yeah, so what if it was a bit slow? He still had a, he still had a minute and a half yeah, on Keeley yeah, out yeah. of the water. Um, so he's a. As soon as he came out of the water with that front group, I said, I said to Kelly, "Oh, Jack's Jack's going to win this." And um, yeah, yeah, he's he was uh, he was impressive. Eh? It was it was quite something, quite something just just to watch. And you know, Mike Mike Phillips is an absolute beast, and he yeah put a big time on the bike. But um, Jack on that run course is just no one's going to touch him. Oh well, hey, is, uh, we don't know. Of course, is Jack doing Ironman? No, I don't. I believe he's not. Oh, okay. No. no. Because that would have been cool. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's good. So, um, yeah. So that's the that's the, the the long distance race. It looks like it was a really successful weekend overall. So yeah. good to see events, independent events, surviving. Eh. Yeah. Cool atmosphere. So good. Yeah. yeah. Helps with the weather was was as good as it was, but you know they put on a good show down there, so it was it was cool. Yeah. And, and they're right in behind today. They really yeah. are. Um, oh, and I tell you, I tell you what, Tony Dodds has got a future as a commentator. Live has commentator. he? Oh, he was great. Oh, he really? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Big, big, you know, it's not an easy job, eh? And he was, he was really engaging and he, he was really informative and he's, he's knowledgeable. He knows everyone. He knows what the race is all about. And yeah, I was really impressed with it. Well, it was, yeah, that, that is awesome to hear. And I think that for Triathlon New Zealand, that's got to be the way of the future for them for national championship races. Is yeah. that rather than having like, cause Taupo is a standalone independent race where they've got to pay for everything, pay for the traffic management, pay for everything. I think that, that for them, the answer is what we saw at Wanaka where they embed their, their race into someone else's event. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and chip in for that, for the overall costs and the expenses. Yeah. That, that gets us a, um, a you know a, a good race and it got us that um, fantastic Friday night race, which I'd really like to um, move on to. It's um, yeah. So when when Blake and I um, recorded our potty previewing the New Zealand Summer of Triathlon, um, we called it the Cat Amongst the Pigeons. Couldn't couldn't have named it better if we tried. <laughs> Yeah. How about that, eh? It's another thing we got right, boys. Yeah. We, we correctly said what the fuck could something could happen down there. And unbelievably, something did happen down there. Um now obviously we're talking about Kyle Smith um being the first Kiwi home. Um I'm gonna open uh what we first of all, what were your thoughts of it, of the race down there? What did what did you see down there? Was was your was your take on it, uh Rob? Well, um it was quite interesting. I mean it's a classy field. When they when when they were calling out the who was racing and what the rankings were and stuff like that, um, you know, you know that it was going to be a pretty. It's a pretty shit hot field, but um, as I, and I was standing at the end of the um, area where they introduced the swimmers or the athletes before they start get onto the swim start, and and seriously, Kyle was the la- one of the last athletes. He was probably second or third from the back 
which meant he had the worst position in the in the race. Yeah. But he's so he was so relaxed and chilled. He he laughed at he was having a good laugh about it, you know, um, real relaxed. And I'm and I'm thinking, well, this is going to be interesting, eh? Like we'll really get to see how how good the guy is to come from the worst position in the race to to see what's possible. And and um, as I came out of water, he was in that. He had to do a little bit. Of, I don't know if he was in that front front group, but he was. I think he had to do a little bit of work early on the bike. So there might have been a few seconds off. But um, but that first lap on the bike, it was like <laughs> ITU racing is ridiculously hard. eh? like these guys yeah. are coming out of transition, and like no time to put feet in the shoes. They were just full gas out of the saddle as hard as they could go. I don't know how long they were keeping the keeping the power down for, but they were moving. And um, as they came back for this to end the first lap, Kyle had got himself to the front and he was looking pretty comfortable. And there'd already been a little bit of a split with the main main players who made that split. But and interestingly enough, there was a quite a big crash in the first turnaround, which I sent I sent you the video of it. Yes. And um and it just showed showed you how important it is to be positioned in those races. Eh? Like anyone who was caught up behind that crash never got back in the race again. So Rob, just clarify for me, because I kind of thought that um Dylan McCulloch and Taylor Reed got away on their own and that mm. Kyle Smith missed those two and he mm. somehow jumped across. Did that, no. did that that didn't happen? It didn't happen like that. That's not what I saw, unless there was okay, something cool. further down the course. They were pretty much always together after the after the first half of the first lap, from what I okay. could tell. Yeah. But the, the, the you know, these these are good cyclists. They've all raced super, you know, Taylor's raced super league, Dylan's raced um, you know, at, at that IT, at the top level as well. But it looked like Kyle was breathing through his nose. Eh? Like his mouth was shut. He was just so chilled, <laughs> and everyone else is like, like bleeding out their eyeballs trying, yeah, trying yeah. to get on the power. And it's like Kyle doesn't. And I was talking to his his old coach at the same time, um, Tim Brazier, and I was like, Kyle doesn't even look like he's working that hard. And Tim, Tim sort of laughed and he said, Yeah, I think he's I think he's got a little bit in him, eh? <laughs> you, so, you, you say his former coach, Rob. Who's he coached by now? So he's now coached by Dan Lorang, who coaches um, uh, Jan Fredino and, and Haug and um, wow. Barclay. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. But I, I'd say Tim's still got some interaction there. But, okay. um, yeah, that, there's still, like, it's, it's, there's been, there's, it's still, you know, great relationship between them. But um, I think Kyle just took their move on as the wow. comes, well, opportunity comes around. Well, I don't think anyone would be knocking um, the performance of athlete and coach uh, on Friday night. No. No, it was um, it's it was a pretty good, pretty good setup, pretty good combination. Um, yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts on on um, Kyle Smith, uh, bike painter? Oh, <laughs> oh. Tough Where question. Where do you start? I think, I think it goes back. It goes. You know when when uh, when we interviewed him, right? Yep. It goes back to where, and he made a statement where triathletes or triathlon now. Triathletes are triathletes now. You know, you don't have those. You don't have those specific athletes where you're just an Ironman. You're just a seventy point three athlete. You're just an Olympic distance. You're just an ITU. You know, he's yeah. he's he's proved that point where they cross over the distances so well now in performance that yeah, um, yeah, you're right. yeah. you're just you're a triathlete, right? Yeah. Wow. And I think cool. I think he's uh, he's. He's well sort of started to prove his point that he, he wants to be a contender for Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He has. So, so uh, watch this space. Well, the interesting thing, interesting thing was, and I was so impressed with Sam Perry because yes. Sam, Sam, Sam yes. Perry was 
He's a would, puppy, eh? Yeah, and he was just a passenger in the in the three way battle between Dylan, Taylor, and Kyle. And yep. all he had to do was 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 hang there, and and you know he had to be super ta- super talented to, to be there. But he act- he actually was in that race for probably right up until about a k to go on the run, and uh, and even to the point that he was leading part of the run, he was just at the front, he was striding right out, he was really opening his legs out, and he was just going out of day. And I thought, shit, this guy's this guy's got something, eh? Yeah. So. It, I mean, it was I'm not such surprised. an impressive race, eh? From, from yeah, Sam I'm not, I'm not Well done, mate. Got, well done. Well yeah. done. I wasn't surprised he got gapped at the end because you know those those three guys are a uh, level above again. But shit, he can hold himself high, eh? For being someone so young and being really the only youngster who could who could stay with him, that's a big deal, eh? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he had. <laughs> excuse me, had, <clears throat> he was only <laughs> just a junior. Yeah, but now I don't now, know what he is. Kaboom! Yeah, of course we don't. Yeah, we Balake, <laughs> Balake was, 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 was um was it as it works? So we don't know. I'm just having a you know. So so um so my my take is, I think that that is the the best performance we've seen from Kyle at a race since St George. Yeah, yeah, and and even and Kyle had 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 full belief in himself. That he could have won that race as well. He he said that. The Aussie took him by surprise a little bit, but he he said if he hadn't if he had gone when the Aussie had gone, he he was confident he would have beaten them, he would have won it. But it just it just it just left this incredible story of the sprint finish between between the three boys, the three the three hitters, the Taylor, Kyle, and Dylan. Yeah, and and for, out of it, Kyle came away the victor, which is which is incredible when you think. He was doing St. George. He did do Ironman St. George yeah. not that long ago. And Kona. And, well, yeah. Didn't, uh, did he nif Kona? I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. He but he was, he was racing as a long-distance athlete. Um, and suddenly he's turned himself around to this to this discipline, which, like Matt said, you know, he's he's a triathlete. He, he just caters – he adapts himself to everything. But but it's now opened this, this, this can of worms of – Holy shit! Like, how does this scenario play out? Because you throw Hayden Wild in there as well. I think I think Hayden would have been up the road a little bit further, anyway. But now it's like, hang on, Dylan's now Dylan's now being pushed back down the down the order. Um, he's going to have to lift his game. Taylor's going to have to lift his game to prove that he's he's able to beat Kyle. This next race in Taupo is going to be phenomenal. I, I think that's 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 a swallow doesn't make a summer, and yeah. we're about we're about to find out over the next two weeks. Um, is is this? Inc- I wouldn't. I don't know if "incredible" is the right word to use. Um, as you say, because they're triathletes now, and they don't consider themselves short course or long course. But mate, I'm, look, I'm a, I'm biased. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Of, ever since we bonded the day of the Rotorua race for me, mm. I saw something there, and this result is probably for me the first time. Oh, apart from I thought the way he rode at St George, yeah, yeah, the way he rode at St George was fucking incredible. Right, that that again, you see that that world class performance. Now, I, I'm not saying that um, you know Kyle Smith is going to be up there. Well, he could be. Who knows with this fucking kid, mate? You just don't know with Kyle Smith, do you? You don't know what is around the corner because he his career path has so far been completely unscripted. Yeah, been no and the thing is, the, from what I saw on the bike, I could if if someone was up the road. If Vincent Louis was up the road, Kyle Smith yes. would get across to him. Like, yes. he, he looked so comfortable on the bike. I'm like, how many more watts has he got to give? Like, he, he would be the guy who could jump on, who could close a gap, jump, jump across a five-second gap, 
and um and and do a job for yeah. for let's say for Hayden to win it. Like it's it's he's he he will play that role really really well. I can he see is, that. He he is, he is definitely back. To say he is not in consideration is mm. an absolute um, understatement. Now, so um, boys, I did some um, uh, uh, the back channel sent me some information um around Kyle because you know there's, there's questions so here's and this is all really good news that I, I can report back as to what I've heard right the first thing I can report back is that Triathlon New Zealand have welcomed him back with open arms and that's, just, that's that's good to hear right and what mm. I mean by that is you know it's not like oh, okay because to be fair to Kyle he's not part of the HP program mm. this kid just turns up and goes bang no no, no yeah 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 it's me Right, because what do Hayden Wild and Kyle Smith have in common? Go, boys. They're coached externally. Yes, it's one hundred percent correct. They're coached externally. They are not part. Really, aren't part of the the HP program. Million dollar triathlon New Zealand HP program. That you know the likes of um, Parry and McCulloch and Haycock and Carter and Corbo are all part of. He's not part of it. Neither is Hayden Wild. Which, boys, leads to a giant question. A giant question for me is, has something changed in triathlon where the Norwegians, let me just, I'm just guessing this, right? Where the Norwegians on purpose go long for a year or so to benefit their short course racing as well. Is there something to the fact that Kyle Smith was sent into the wilderness, right? He went long and he turns up, excuse me, guys, I've got a cough coming. He turns up at a short course race and hits it out of the park. Can you not see where I'm coming from with this? Is It turns the whole concept of high performance um, on its head. If Kyle Smith just said, boys, I know what you've been doing for the last two or three years. I just went to, I've been going long course. I've been training for five, six hours on the bike every week. And then he turns up and does a sprint race. Is do you see what I'm coming up? Long winded yeah. question. It's 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 Lydiard's style of coaching a 1500 meter runner by using a marathon training plan. Yeah, yeah. Like it's and it's just it's just it expanded further because of the three sports that are involved. I, I mean, he's a he's a he's a population of one. So we we haven't got a huge amount of information about how no, many people right. this would be successful for, but you could say in his case it probably has helped him really well. But is it because his engine type responds very very well to that volume and it only needs topping up and sharpening as you get to a race, yeah. whereas other athletes need that um, that higher intensity stimulus to, um, to 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 get more out of themselves. But and that's where individual variances will apply, and that's often where an individual coach gets more out of it than a, a program assistant coach. I mean, I, I just, I look at this and I go, well, hang on a minute. We're spending a million dollars a year or a million, over a million dollars this year it was seven, 800 grand last year. It's been hundreds of thousands for the last 10 years. There's been millions and millions of dollars on high performance over the last 10 years. And we produced Hayden Wild, and he wasn't a part of that. And now, in theory, God, I hope so. Come on, Kyle. Have a good tapo. Have a good Abadabi, <laughs> mate. Prove us right. And then all of a sudden, the second, you know, I don't know, I haven't got the right analogy. Um, a Smith falls out of a tree. Because really, he was only in the HP program until he was a puppy. And then he, then he was, and, and to be fair, he, 
he he he. This is what I've heard. It was more. It wasn't like you weren't good enough, Kyle. You're out of of um the HP program. It was a case of we've only got um so much we can fund, and we don't think your performances have been good enough. That's why you're being cast out, right? Mm. So that's why he got um got kicked out of the program. Um, and that again, this this is this is all good stuff to to be hearing because this is all positives for triathlon New Zealand, right? Mm. And how that because I I. I I just I want to stay on this, right? Bike painter, what are your thoughts on are we well because I, I can't answer this question, surely. But if you've got a dozen people training the same way and the results have only been marginal gains, is what I'm sort of saying. I I don't think we've seen a breakthrough run from Taylor Reed yet. Is that being too harsh? Like a real breakthrough run at a at a big race. Because he's always at the front of the field in the swim, always at the front of the field of the bike. But I'm, I, we, I thought we were going to see it at Abu Dhabi when he was hanging in with the 29-minute boys. Uh, you get what I'm trying to say here? I, I'm saying it really badly. I'm not trying to pick on on, on no, second. Or Dylan, same thing. Dylan, let's, let's talk about Dylan and Kyle. Dylan and Taylor. I, I'm yet to see um, that breakthrough run from any of the members of – our high-performance team yeah. in the men's side of things. A breakthrough run. And when I say a breakthrough run, I mean it's coming off the swim and the bike where all of a sudden at, at, at an ITU race, these guys aren't fading from, you know, first or second or third off the bike, fading to 18th to 30th or 40th. Mm. I think that's been the continual theme I saw last year. Is that, or am I being, again, typically negative and mean? No, and you're not, I don't think you are because it's, because it's quite right. A breakthrough run would be, Running away That's what from I want to field. see is a breakthrough run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and our high performance for year after year after year, apart, Halo turned up and just bam, right? Um, and and we're, we're not seeing that for our million dollar a year investment. All I'm all I'm questioning is this, right? Is there another way of doing this? Or if you've got all twelve people swimming in the wrong direction, right? Kyle Smith turns up and goes, "Well, I was swimming in that direction." doing his big miles for two or three years, comes back and all of a sudden, holy shit, he, he's a threat. He's a threat mm. to be that number two, just like that, based off long course. It's just a question about, I'm not bagging HP, I'm just fairly asking a question. He got he got the breakthrough. The one thing we were talking about, he got the breakthrough, right? He won the sprint. He's the guy on the top step for the New Zealanders. I'm waffling now, but do you get what I'm trying to say? Mike Painter, what do you think? I think... I think um... I don't think there's any one perfect sort of way to, to go about it, but I think you got a point in terms of, um, you know, he's, he's done it a certain way and he's sort of showing that by doing it, that's, and like Rob says, that sort of Arthur Lydiard type of way of training um, that, and it, and it works. Um, I think where it might come into play would be where you've got a whole bunch of people that train a certain way. You've got the likes of the Kyle Smiths that train a different way. You bring them all together in a in a an environment like Wanaka on a Friday night, and see what comes out in the wash, right? Yeah, I mean, does it does it does it mean that triathlon high performance becomes a youth development program? And I as think a, so. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I and think as, as I a, think triathlon HP needs to be a little bit more, like you say, like that that uh, that youth development. Um, you get them to a certain point where you're like, okay, here you go, and then and then uh, push them out of the nest and see if yeah. they fly. 
Right, and yeah. then and then bring bring them back for these for these yep. intensive yeah. camps and and yeah. race yeah race keep plans. together yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah right I mean because what we're saying is is that um yeah is that if if all everyone in the HP program is basically following the same philosophy, which by the sound of things isn't the the Lydiard philosophy, right? Did, um, so just on that, do you think that the um, Norwegians have a very Lydiard type training philosophy? Oh uh, yeah, I think they're heavily yeah. periodized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is is there something? Oh, I don't know. I can't answer this question. Is there something? All I'm asking is: Is there something to this fact that if you've got all your eggs in one basket, right, and we put the whole HP program into this one one basket? I know they're all individually trained and, and all have different goals, but no, no, they've all got the same goal. They all want to be number two. That's it. Because yeah. sorry, sorry, guys. I'm 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 going to be totally respectful. None of you guys that I'm talking about in the New Zealand HP program are remotely close to threatening Hayden Wild. Oh, not, not even close. No, no. Not not in the same stratosphere. I'm not I'm not being rude to you. He is just the next level up, right? Just yeah. it's just a brutal conversation. Okay, that's cool. So here's the thing: what we're seeing now, and this is what I've heard is really awesome too. This is also through the back channel. It, all I want is a fair fight for Paris number two spot. Mm. That's it. A fair fight. And by the sound of things, I've, I've I've heard again good things through the back channels that Triathlon New Zealand want to give do everything they can to have a fair fight. I think they're trying to put to bed the ghost of Sam Ward. Yeah. Right. And- with, with Paris and the, and 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 with Kyle coming in, it sounds this is I'm I'm being super positive here about what 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 my back channel is telling me about what the the, the, the Triathlon New Zealand culture is that this time round. They won't repeat the Sam Ward debacle. That's what I've heard. And I hope that's the case. And if that's the case, it's five roosters for uh, Triathlon New Zealand high and performance. If the they're going to do is, that. Oh, that's what I've as, heard. as I was watching the swim, um, I was standing next to Hamish Carter and um, Peter DeWitt, CEO. Yeah. And um, and the, this is the crowds were massive. And and it was, you know, they were just coming out of the water. You could hear the, you could hear the crowds cheering. And I was like, mate, how good is this for the sport? And yeah. uh, I said, if you wanted to watch a triathlon, this is the one you want yeah. to watch. And the way it played out, it would have left the CEO with that thought of, holy shit, we have got we've got something here. Like this sport, if the fans are out to watch it, the, the athletes are here to race. Um, you know, that's what we want. So that was good. You know what also is kind of handy if you're Carl Smith? It's to put on a good performance in front of the CEO. Yeah, oh, yeah. the boss. The big it always guess. helps, mate. <laughs> yeah. We all know it always helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss is there. You want to put on. A, you, you want to bring your A game. But um, what I was, what I was really impressed with is the depth of talent that our young fellas have got. And sure, they they may not all make it, but yeah. there's enough guys there to for for them to look up and go. Oh, I really want to. I really want to get there. You know, I, I really I can do it. And it was really neat in the um after the the half the next day in the recovery area, there was a guy sitting there and he was sort of hanging around Sebi a little bit, and um he was sitting with us and we were sort of having a bit of a chat and. I don't know who he was specifically. And, and I said to him, I said, oh, what's your name? Because he, he mentioned he raced yesterday. I said, what's your name? Oh, and, and he said something about, oh, I'm just here fanboying. So he was sort of wanting to sort of absorb Sebastian's excellence. And uh, I was like, what's your name? And he goes, oh, uh, I'm Luke. I said, you're Luke Scott. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so ah. I, I finally met Luke Scott. And, oh, no. uh, you're a good kid. I was like, you're a really good yeah, kid. Yeah, he is. He's a real good guy. And I said, mate, you, I said, you guys raced so well last night. And he said it was bloody hard. But um, he was in, you know, he he could aspire to what, because Kyle was there as well. 
And you could tell that Luke was was sort of looking at Kyle going, Should I, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do what that guy does. And, yeah. um, you know, that's what these young guys need. They need to see. And this is what we always talk about. Bring our elites back to, to the country to race locally so the young yes. fellas and the young and the young females, the young boys can look up to them and go, I want to race like that one day. Yeah. And and we saw that at Wanaka. We saw that. And we're going to see it at Taupo. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> here we go. Coughing time. Sorry again. Um, I just we just pause for a second, boys. <laughs> I just want to stay with this whole um, Lydiard philosophy versus the short course philosophy because I want to add into that. Um, we saw last year um, all our young pup HP um, triathletes head over to Europe and race. I think some of them raced twelve or thirteen times. I I wonder, and the dairy farmer definitely wonders. Is there with at that age and at that part of the sure the, that part of their career would they be better off doing selected one or two or three races overseas and staying and just packing in miles? The dairy farmer says miles, which is I think the Lydiard argument. Do you did or are are you if you keep racing a dozen times every year and you show no progress, especially in that that vital run split, are you becoming a lifestyle triathlete? Hard question. Sure, that's a hard question. It is, eh? Because you could say it for and against for either of them, and they'll yeah. probably be even. And do possibly do too much and do hit that burnout phase that, that has to be dealt with very, very carefully. And, um, you know, there is such a fine balance, eh? So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe there is a threshold of at a point where an athlete appears to have matured skeletally, has, has, has that brain that they can deal with the ups and downs, then maybe that is the time that they can go away and travel. But uh, in the meantime, let the others do the racing in the summer season back here with a, with a good, strong calendar and do some races in, in Australia and even Asia that are easy to get to. And then give them that volume through the winter, cross-country yeah. running, cycle racing, get get, yes. them, get them skilled up in that area and then try them out there next season. All right, now you're ready to go away. Okay, so let me, let me ask a short, sharp question. What would give these young pups more benefit? Uh, um, staying in New Zealand in the fucking shitty weather of our winter and racing cross-country every weekend in the Manawatu or in Te Awamudu and um, backing it up uh, by riding um, uh, in the Te Awamudu uh, A-grade and, 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 have, and have a Lydiard-style build-up for a year or two. Because here's the thing, you've got to ask the question – did Kyle Smith just drop another cat amongst the pigeons with his, the question I'm asking is he used a different methodology to arrive at a place. And all I'm asking is, was his methodology better than the current high performance idea? And I'm not bagging the current high performance because the bloody Norwegians are doing it as well. That's all I'm asking. I'm starting to repeat myself. What do you think? And then we'll get off this one. Um, Again, I think you're looking at an in, in, in equals one scenario yeah. where, yep, you got this guy that's that's a freak. He's he's he, he's largely self-taught um, through his younger age, younger levels, through the swimming and cycling and stuff. And so he is a little bit different to some of these other guys who come up through the sport as juniors and or school, you know, through the school school scene and stuff like that. So I think he's a little bit different, but. I think there, yeah, I don't know. There, there is so, definitely a place for getting that mix right of volume and intensity. 
Here's a fascinating question for me, though, Rob. How much did Kyle Smith cost Triathlon New Zealand over the last three years? <laughs> probably a tri-suit. <laughs> yeah. Probably, it probably, probably cost Kyle. Probably too, cost right? Kyle. It probably cost <laughs> <Yeah>. Kyle. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Is that yeah, we spend a million bucks a year, Kyle goes off, and, and, and to be fair to Kyle, it was probably the best thing that happened to him. Mm. You know, because at that point, when you're cast out, you're almost, you've got to solve it yourself, man. You've got to solve it. You've got to do whatever you can do. You know, and was it, a, I don't know whether it was a fluke he fell into long distance or it was just because that race was on and he had a crack and thought, shit, I'm good at this, and then off he went. I think- I think it was that. I think the race was there. Tim yeah. said, oh, have, have, might as well do that. He goes, all right, I'll have four weeks of training. Because he was floundering a little bit. He was he was, yeah. wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. was like, oh, four weeks time. Oh, I can get fit for that. Like, who, who can get fit for a half iron man in four weeks? Oh, no, right. That's crazy, eh? <laughs> yeah. And win it. So, and, and course yeah, records. Yeah. And course yeah. record time. So I think, I think that, I think in that scenario, he, he, he just took his opportunities. And it yep. paid off. And this is the same situation in the, on Friday. He took an opportunity. There was a race there. Um, he saw a chance to beat the incumbents, and he went and yep. beat them. I, I just want to add one. I don't know if this is a dark tone, but to 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 advance into the future, you must never forget what happened in the past, right? All I'm what I mean by that is Sam Ward. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, my, I, I don't, I, I expect that, um, Stephen Sheldrake doesn't coach Taylor Reed and he doesn't coach Nicole Vanderkay because he's involved in high performance. Is, is that your understanding? I don't know. No, nor is mine. I, I, but that was the whole basis of the conflict of interest, right? Yeah. We, we, we talked about with Sam Ward. That was the whole basis of it. I'm, I'm hoping that the new culture of triathlon New Zealand and remember, Robin, we sat down with um, the CEO. We discussed exactly that, yeah. that conflict of interest. If they can solve that one thing, make sure that there is no more conflict of interest, that's good, that's gone. This is about this is about what I'm saying is all I want is a fair fight to Paris, a fair fight. And I'm, I guarantee you Kyle Smith wants a fair fight, Taylor Reid wants a fair fight, Dylan McCulloch wants a fair fight. They all want a fair fight. They all want to scrap. They all want to fucking kill each other. They're all good mates, and they all want to. But they all want to kill each other, right? Mm. You know? And 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 the and it's so easy. I, I see this before to pick to pick the Olympic team. We, we you us three would be able to pick the team. Forget about the five selectors, because hopefully come December, and there's even a metric to work it by. Right? It's really simple. Okay, if we start the year um, with with Kyle on zero points with uh, Taylor on zero points, with Dylan on zero points. When we get to the end of the season, let's see who's got the points in the bank, eh? Mm. ITU points in the bank. They're all trying to get to Paris. The metric for measurement has to be ITU points, surely. Surely that's got to be the metric. What do you think? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, it's the has fair to way. Be. has yeah. to be. It's completely fair. The system is built with, with the ranking system already made. If If – if Kyle says I'm the and also it would kind of be helpful to beat them regularly, right? That's what I'm seeing. And for, for this is this fair fight I'm talking about. I just want this fair fight so that, that we can really put to bed the, the ghost of Sam Ward. That's all I want. And that, that that's and that's to protect Kyle Smith, Taylor Reed, Dylan McCulloch, um, 
you just want to see these guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm waffling, but can you get what I'm saying about a fair fight? Yep. It's all I want. Yep. That's what we yep. all want. But here's the thing. Do you know what is developing, Rob? Is uh, as between at the moment between Taylor Reed, hopefully develops even better between Kyle Smith and Taylor Reed. I think we've got ourselves a little Walt Van Art versus uh, Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah, do we ever? <laughs> Isn't it great? That, yes. That's what we want. That's, that's not the only um, Walt Van Art, Matthew Vanderpool scenario that we've got playing out right now. Yeah. On <laughs> we'll get to that no. later. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. here's the thing. I've got to start doing my homework because, again, I think that, that what we're seeing is – so we all know that Hayden Wild is going to be one, right? I, 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 I'm I'm struggling to see anyone topple in VDK. Yeah, I no, think not, not yet. I yeah, don't see that I, happening. You know, I, I think that towards the end of the year, we were definitely going down the Ainsley Thorpe road, right? But that's yeah. cool for Ainsley Thorpe, right? Um, because because she she's now – battling that number two and Bria Roderick and Hannah Knight are going to have a crack at her. Uh, are the names that, that, that just, that I just rattled off. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, right? Um, Kyle Smith and Taylor Reed don't have to beat uh, Vincent Louis and, and the froggies. They just have to beat the other New Zealanders. Mm. That's it. Right. All you've got to do is beat the other New Zealanders to get that number two spot. You're not really racing anyone else in the world but the New Zealanders. You know, Bria Roderick is racing Hannah Knighton for that number two spot and and and, and Ainsley Thorpe, right? That's mm. where the scrap is. They're not racing um, anyone else in the ITU world. It's about who gets those number two spots. And that, and that is, that's why it, we, we really, I, I really want to be talking just as much about the scraps between um, Bria Roderick and, and, and Hannah Knighton for second place. Yeah. And, and, and Olivia Thornbury. Or all of these girls, they're all in the mix to have a crack. I'll say it, have a crack at Ainsley for number two. Yeah, right. she's exposed now. Right, now. right now what I'm saying is I think that what we saw is that NVDK, but even NVDK, she, she's got to watch her back. Mm. It's it's such a cool thing. So that's this, that's this whole, um, as I say, Vanderpool versus um, Van Art um, scenario that's playing out both in the men's and women's fields, which to be fair, boys, Gives us something to talk about on the podcast. That's what we need because we were Shit, running. Yeah, what else we're gonna fucking talk about? <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, that's, 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 my, that's my that's my take on it. I really it's exciting stuff. Yeah, it is. And and, it and, is. and the the cool as I say, the cool thing I got to report back is it sounds like um you know Try and Z are doing everything they can to um facilitate that fair fight. Yeah. And and, and the athletes want it, everyone's got it. The ghost of Sam Ward's gone, and we're going to have a really awesome everyone in behind whoever it is. So, okay, okay, boys, Painter, who's going to who's mm. first Kiwi home in uh, Taupo this weekend? I think um, are those bloody internationals going to be there again? No, no, forget about the internationals. Just first Kiwi. Oh, home. Cole, I'm, I'm going Cole Smith all day long. Oh boy, all day long, yeah. Rob. I'm saying Cole as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying Cole as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's, uh, it's a it's a three peat. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm cold yeah. as well. And in the and in the woman, um, no, Nicole Vandeke as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, MVDK, MVDK. all she has to do is run like she did, and 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 not not have not get as gapped in the swim, and yeah. and she'll she'll be yeah. fine. Heather? yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. That, I mean, it's not for me. I think. Uh, I'm, I'm quite excited about the format. I I actually completely forgot that the race was on in one on Friday night. Um, <laughs> and, and, but, but once I saw, like, because I I saw the footage that Rob 
sent through yeah um on his on his little potato phone <laughs> and uh amazingly that was it was a hundred million times better than any footage that i could find anywhere else so that was for me a little bit of a downfall given that we had this really exciting format we had some international athletes come across to do it we had these big crowds that we could have showcased to people out there and we didn't bloody televise it um so i can no, i have to correct you there um yeah. we with they did lose um, Sky Sport Next, um, yeah. but bless them, they did a Facebook Live um, recording on a on a. And, and look, I'm I'm not gonna um, um, bag them at all. They, they got some vision out, right? They genuinely yeah. got vision out of the race, and that we will take that to the bank. If it's one person on an iPhone, my only little criticism is whoever's shooting that vision, they need to buy a. Um, a gimbal, oh, yeah. I don't know, all the things, right? They can borrow mine if they need to. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we, you can literally do this with a, with a fucking phone. The phones are that good now, and we'll take yeah. whatever we can get on Facebook Live, but put the camera in a gimbal, right? Which means that it, it, it takes the handshakes away, or the movements away, or any of that. You actually have a, a smooth shot, uh, and they're they're three hundred bucks at PB Tech. And they mm. really would make the the um, the shooting a, a thousand percent better. But mate, we'll take whatever you guys have got. We will take it, you know. Because what I'd love to see, obviously, is get guy. I mean, this is, this is so New Zealand, right? I'm talking about seriously. I'm talking about the guy with his gimbal and his iPhone sitting on the back of the motorbike in front of mm. these guys. Mm. Whatever it is, we'll take it. We'll take whatever yeah. crumbs that that that. Uh, so so again, geez. I, I need to start saying some things that kick Trians here because I think I've been reasonably positive towards them today. That's not like me. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'll take it. We'll take whatever vision you can give us. We will take. And if they could um, let us know, <coughs> excuse me, a bit early, we will share that. I'll share that on my um, my half Ironman Facebook page. Anything I can do to help us stay connected to these to these races. By the way, boys. We only, I only asked you. I only asked you for the, the first male home because Hayden's not racing. So you have to name the second female home. Mm, that's a good question. Right. Who's the second female home? Um, Jeez, I'm going to oh, go. Say, you go. You go. I'll say Bree Roderick. I'm going Hannah Knighton. Painter. Knighton. Yeah. I was going to go Hannah Knighton. Well, hang on. What about? <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm going, oh, this, this, is, this tickle's bad. Um, I'm going to get, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I'm going to pause. Uh, <clears throat> Ainsley Thorpe, I'm sure she'll be there. Yeah, well, we don't know the scenario around why she didn't finish this one. So, uh, yeah, she's still going to be in the mix. Yeah, 100%. Point. So, so, yeah. so you're, 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 you're Bria two for two, two for two? Yeah, I am. Yeah. And Painter, you're, sorry, who are you? Hannah Nine. Hannah Nine. I was, was going to go Hannah Nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll report back after that one. Is anyone going down? I'm not. Yeah, I might. No. No, go, might, Rob. Yeah, so, go down. I might, and I might stay down for, for the week because I'm in the week after, so I might as well be down there anyway. I, gotta, yeah. I was going to get out yeah. on Tuesday, so I might go down the week, the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Here's, here's, my, here's my thing, though, right? So um, we've, got these, uh, we've got these Oceana sort of cup-type races, right? Yeah, so, uh, Telpo next weekend. Wanaka just just been um, obviously a good showcase um, for the sport. Uh, we get to uh, we get to see um, sort of who's there or thereabouts in terms of selection for Paris. 
Um, but what is the game plan for Paris? What's the point of getting selected if we don't know what the game plan is? Uh, good question. Um, are we are we are we just racing for selection and then being told right this is this is what we want you to do or are we like well this is what we this is what we're looking for here's the races that you can qualify for if you want to put your hands up for those positions yeah because I bet you other countries are already doing this yeah I bet you, I bet you France are I bet you could go Britain yeah oh, France France yeah 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 and, I bet you, I bet we've, you're and the we've seen how we've seen how important the role of that sort of domestic type athlete mm. is now how how crucial it is so you know we talked about it oh we're mm. bashed so, on about it yeah so what's the plan try and z um i plan? guarantee you the plan for try and z is we don't talk to mystics domestics guarantee you they will not select they, they will select a second person for the relay as a priority over a domestic for hayden wild uh, sadly, I think I think you're going to be right, and 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 I think that's going to I think it potentially could cost us. Oh, quite, Jesus! Quite a bit. It's not worth thinking about, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's not worth thinking about. And, and uh, I remember how I, I I was swayed, and I thought that yes, Kyle Smith should be the domestique, and then I went over to your boy Dills. Mm. Um, you know, I'm back in. The, I'm I'm fully. I've, I've flirted. Sorry, Kyle. I flirted. I flirted with um with Dills. <laughs> And I, I was unfaithful. Yeah. <laughs> Please take me back. Please take me back. I'm back in the camp. You're the you're the you're the domestic now. See, here's um, the other thing too, right? So we've we've touched on how important the the role of the domestic is. It's been it's been shown to work. It's been shown to be crucial. Uh, Kyle Smith what? has said that he, that he is more than willing to go in there and absolutely just completely detonate himself to. Yes. Make whoever is going to win win. He's not there. He's not there to like. Oh, you know what? I've got a chance to win a medal, so I'm just going to go out for myself. He's he's put his hand up and said, "Look, if you guys want someone to absolutely just nail themselves to bring the bring whoever up to win a medal, I'm yep. your man." And now he's gone out there and raced and proven that he can do it. Yeah. And he's got the to get ingredients the points. Are all there? He's got to go get mean, the yeah. points to qualify. Yeah, that's so. But you want you really want to. If they were to do it, they need to come out and say that they're going to do it. Yeah. Because this is, listen, this is what we're going to do. Here's the thing, plan. right? Yeah. This does not apply. This does not apply to the women. I love no. I love our girls, but not neither of them are going to be competing for a gold, silver, or a bronze. Hayden no. Wild is. We've yes. uh, Hayden Wild's medal to me is worth a hundred times more than finishing seventh, eighth, or ninth at best, I think in the mixed relay, and it has to be that way when three of the four people in the mixed relay are all in the 80s and 90s ranking. Mm. But but try and Z go, yep. no, 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 mixed relay is all that matters. Mixed relay is all that matters, right? Mm. But they're not going to say anything. I, I'm telling you that they just they, – I don't know why they can't be honest and get their head around the concept of a domestic. Can you explain that one to me? A million I bucks a year and us three dumbasses – can say, well, we can see the value of a domestique. The French yeah. can see the value of a domestique. I guarantee you the Americans will put in a domestique. The Poms will put in a domestique. Yeah. And, we hang Hayden, and we hang Hayden Wild out to say, you're on your own, boy, because we think yeah. that the mixed yeah. relay is more important than the fucking you trying to win a, win, a, win a gold, silver, or a bronze. It's insanity. I mean, we're going to see a French, USA, British lead-up train coming yeah. into the end of the bike and there'll be three athletes yeah. on the front and, and one of those guys will be 
one of their guys, their main guy will be sitting. Morgan Pearson will be on the back, not even pedaling, yeah. yeah, breathing through his nose. Yeah, yeah. Boozy next Fresh to him. legs coming onto the run. Yee yeah. next to him, and then yeah. and then our boy Hayden's just going to be throwing yeah. grenades, just hoping yeah. like one of them goes off in their face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and here's the thing: we've got a smoking gun. It was called the last race in Abu Dhabi, and we saw the froggies do it. So they just mm, they yep. just did it. They said, "We're clear. We're we're coming clean, boys." We we got the world champion last year because we raced as a team, and 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 the thing is too. Now Taylor Reed could be that guy. Dylan McCulloch could be that guy. They've got to prove themselves to be number one, and then they're told, "By the way, you need to be in like a um, you got to be able to ride, man. You got to be able to get across gaps and tow I mean, someone across gaps." Kyle would ride so hard he doesn't even need to put his, run, his running shoes yeah. in transition. We'll see, and that's exactly yeah, what we said, right? And he said, yeah, and he yeah. said he'll do that. He'll said he'll. Do, he's already come. He's put himself on saying, "I will, I will kill myself to help help Hayden Wild to get into the right place." Um, yeah, that's that's where um, I I I shake my head, eh? Mm. It's, it's it's bureaucracy almost. We're we we're, we're only a tiny sport. We're only a tiny, fucking tiny. Um, selection process, surely they can pivot and see, holy shit, things have changed from Tokyo to Paris. There's going to be team tactics in Paris. New Zealand, New Zealand high performance raise their hand and go, we don't fucking care about um, uh, team performance. We care about the mixed relay. Mm-hmm. Well, we got 12th last time in the mixed relay. Now, that's not going to change too much. Hayden Wild is going to put whoever's into the water in first place, and we're just going to go backwards from there. It's going to be the same as the... Um, the, the 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 teams mixed relay at Bathurst at the um, cross country. It's, it is, it is, it is absolutely going to be the same thing. You know, they started out with with um uh um uh, what's his name the frizzy the real our, our three fifty one miler and uh, Sam Tanner. Sam Tanner. They, they opened up with Sam Tanner. Mate, fucking hell, he got smoked by the um. By the, uh, <laughs> by the Africans as well. Mm. But still, started out in fifth, and then you just go backwards from there. And that's basically what's going to happen to our mixed relay. We will be fighting the mixed relay for seventh to twelfth. At best seventh, I'll go eighth or ninth. Because those other countries are so – they've got so many people in the top 40. They can put four yeah. athletes in the top 40. We can put one in the top 10, and then – we go uh, 81, 92, and, and, and 106. And so Triathlon New Zealand go, well, let's just pull our money on these guys, eh? And I'm going, okay, wow. Anyway, that's a, that's a really good point, Painter. Nothing's mm. going to change. Thanks, nothing, yeah, yeah, nothing's going to change. Is the, <laughs> the answer is Triathlon New Zealand HP will go, nothing to see here. We don't talk about, we don't talk about domestics for Triathlon New Zealand. We don't talk about them. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's just us being real here, and that's piss poor. Anyway, that's a, that was whoa, got, a, got a bit animated there over that one. You really got me going. You fired me up. I was trying to be. Um, oh, well, that's good. That that balances out me being positive in the first half of the um, podcast at Triathlon New Zealand. That, that that balanced me out quite well. Um, anything else you want to add about um, that, boys? Um, no, it's good. No, I got a, I got a good, good question. for me. I got a great Wait, question. I- I Should. had something else. Oh, did you? No, 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 triathlon. carry on. It'll this come isn't triathlon-related. I'm moving off triathlon now. Oh, no, I was going to say one thing. Yes. Uh, just back to Rebecca's race. I calculated it was um, 3 minutes and 42 was a deviation. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, uh, uh, a, a, draft penalty. a draft penalty, right? It's it's quite a draft penalty. But it's still quite a lot. <laughs> Less. 
mentally yeah. probably a lot, but listen, it shows yeah. you how, how yeah, that, 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 that just reinforces your draft penalty argument, eh? Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. does. Yeah. Boys, here's my opening question. Nothing to do with triathlon. Well, kind of could be. Should a race be held in 35 degree heat? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. of course it should. Really? There's a, such a thing as um, external cooling techniques. Did you not see those junior girls? Oh, guys, we're talking about the, uh, you, you've got to find the vision of, of, of <laughs> some of the best sport you'll watch will be those, those Bathurst cross country races. But the race in particular we're talking about is I think it was the junior women. So you know how the, the male triathletes these days, the new fashion of elite triathlon is that you cross the line, take four steps and lie starfish in the middle of this the This wasn't the junior women. This was the senior women's race. Oh, was it the senior, senior women's race? race? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. eh? Where the triathletes, that you cross the line, you lie starfish, it's, oh, oh, look at me. Look at how hard that race was. And 10 seconds later, they're bouncing around. That's the Hamish I'm, Carter moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm telling you. Those senior <laughs> women crossed the line, slowed down, they look like they'd had 14 vodkas in an hour as they're swaying, they're swaying, and then they just were dropping like flies. Mm. That was, that is, that was, and, and that's not a 28 or 30 minute race. Yeah. And, and, uh, what's her name? Gide didn't even make the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> she got, she got yeah. 10 meters from it and yeah. went from first to fourth. Yeah. What, a, 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 a female, two and got dragged, from it. got dragged off. Yeah. Yeah. A two seventeen debut marathon runner, female, couldn't run for thirty minutes. Yeah. Wow. It was so, it was it was gladiatorial. It was to, to, to death. To to look at your argument of should you be racing that heat? Yes, why I mean why why should you take the advantage away from someone who's done their adequate heat preparation and done their homework Good. on the course? Good. What the environment's gonna be like. And um yeah, good. If, if it's too good. hot, you slow down. Like the only yeah. reason your body is affecting the heat is because you're working at an intensity which brings your body temperature up. The way to bring your body temperature down is to not start so hard that your body temperature can shoot so high. So, so it was argument over. But you add to that the fact that they were racing as a team. Yeah, is that why they were going so fucking mental? Yeah, team racing brings a different different does, animal eh? out. I think it really does. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, I, I can't sing the praises high enough of what I've, I've, I had to find like an illegal feed um, to watch the cross country because I don't have Sky at the moment. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I pay month by month. Oh, I don't, oh, fuck it. They want 400 bucks oh. a year. 400 yeah, bucks a year. Hoxie. Yeah, brother. Hoxie. All right, Hoxie. you got me. I'm sold this time. I'm, How I'm going there. We've been talking about these bloody streaming I'm boxes. going there. All right. Okay. You've got <laughs> right. me. I'm fucking going there. Right. Uh, I want to, so what we're saying is I want to go to the other version of illegal casting. That's, that's it's, more convenient. It's, a, it's, a it's a more convenient. Area. It's a great it's area. It's a great area. <laughs> but it, it, it's just, it's just convenient to be able to watch it. Is that what I think we're saying? Mm. Thank you. But the um, but Steve Monaghetti was he was the commentator, and he he and he's raced twelve world cross country champs, and he said this was the toughest the toughest course they've ever had in a world cross country champs. So that, that just gives you some context as to how hard it actually was. So, so the dairy farmer couldn't stop yelling at me because it was in the mixed relay. Was was the Aussie which the Aussie? I didn't see the mixed relay. So the mixed relay. Um, for the first sort of um, it was only 2K run, for the first five or 600 metres, they were being led out by a three-minute 50 
marathoner from Australia. I know it was Ollie Hall or the other guy, the bigger the, the bigger one. But he runs three fifty, so he runs three fifty. Sam Tanner's runs three fifty one for both milers, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it goes uphill. And the fucking Kenyans and the Ugandans and the Ethiopians just look at these three fifty minute milers and just go, "It's been good, boys. See you later." See you. So they, just, they just dump them. They just <laughs> drop them like a stone. These are three three minute fifty milers, and these and these African guys in the cross country going up a hill, just were just just killing them. It was unbelievable to see. Shows you how good they are, and it shows you how hard it is to win those cross country races. Mate. Wow, yeah, it's oh, yeah. tough. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. it was it was really really good really good watching. I thought. Um, yeah, so that was that was my take. I really enjoyed the cross country, uh, the Bathurst cross country. Love the fact that um, Kyle Smith is um, the prodigal son has returned. Mm. I don't know if that's the, is that is that the title? Is that the title for the prodigal? <laughs> the return of the prodigal son. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, that's um, that's the potty title. The return of the prodigal son. The um, uh, can we can we talk? Uh, yeah. this, this emerging aquabite rivalry. Oh, oh yes. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> Are we still on Aquabikes? Are you kidding me? If we are, oh the most boring sport in the world, and we're talking about it. Oh, so the, no one talks about it, but us. Wanaka Aquabike was was on, and um, our our uh, our one formerly villain, now um, hero, um, Mike um, um, Crow. Crow. Crow, Crow won it. Yeah, and um, <laughs> he he won it in four oh three, and. Yep. His um, apparent initial alleged partner in crime now turned out not partner in crime. Michael Glynn was ten minutes behind him. So, oh my god! So we'll take away a t- we'll take away team tactics and the equibike, and Michael Crow comes out on top. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I, I haven't spoken to Mickey, but Mickey just had a bad day. I love Mickey. Okay. Mickey okay. had a bad day. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Yeah. Okay. Nothing- well, I, I saw but, yeah. Mike Crow come across, across the finish line, and the joy that and the and the way he celebrated it was like he he was um, Jack Moody winning the race. He was he was wow. pretty chuffed. So that was that good is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So that's that's your M- Vanderpool Welt Van Art rivalry. Yeah. Yes. Another one there. It's another one. <laughs> it's another one we've got. Eh. Love it. We, and, um, and, and, we that's why no one listens to our podcast because <laughs> we are the only podcasters that talk about aquabike. Aquabike. <laughs> oh god. Now I had um I had sorry, 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 Rob. Do you know what an aquabike sounds like? One of those things that you paddle on Lake Wakatipa. Yeah, you know, wheel, yeah, with, with a big wheel at the front, right? That's what an aquabike yeah. sounds like. That's my kind of race. That yeah. that and the cold corona. In the, oh, uh, in, in the bottle, bottle oh, holder. Um, now I had a um a, a listener request from someone down in Wanaka yes. to ex- to help explain the um the new PTO rule uh, points. Okay, I'm going to try and stay awake for this. I've been up since five. Okay. Yeah, me too. I don't know if you I don't know if you're across it, but we'll we'll go quickly. So the previous point system, Matt, have you read up about it? I, I started not. reading it, but yeah. my, my fucking brain exploded. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Peter. I did the yeah. same thing. I got. I maybe got the second paragraph, and then I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Just tell okay. me the. Oh, just tell me the new shit. order." Okay, so yeah. so, and, and from popular demand, they've changed the ranking system. So now you have races ranked as diamond, platinum, gold, silver, and bronze. Okay. Wow. So a diamond race is prize money for you is 500,000 or more. And that would be your PTO tour, Collins Cup, Ironman World Champs. Yep. Platinum race, prize money from 350 to 500,000. 
is Ironman 70.3 World Champs, Challenge Roth, ITU Long Distance World Champs. Yeah. Gold, prize money from 75 to 350 for the middle distance races or 150 to 350 for a full distance race. Is, and that, include, that will be Ironman and 70.3 Regional Champs, Challenge Family Champs or Clash Daytona. Silver yep. is prize money from twenty five to seventy five thousand for middle, or fifty to one hundred and fifty for full, and that's most Ironman and seventy point three events, most challenge events. And bronze is money is ten thousand to twenty five thousand for middle, or ten to fifty thousand for full. So what? So the way they're going to work the points from these is so obviously, if you do a higher ranked race, mm-hmm. you get benef- you you get higher points for it. So so if you look at Bex for example, they re- reconfigured last year's points. She's gone from 40th to 30th because her because she did three races that were deemed um, uh, diamond races, uh, diamond or platinum. So so suddenly the more weighting was put on the, the results from those races. So you can get an athlete who does really really well in a in a bronze race, maybe wins it. In the past, they would have almost got the same points as someone who wins a diamond or a platinum race. So they've taken that weighting away from it now. So, right. so someone who, who, who goes to the bigger, the big key events and races the, the, the stronger people and the bigger yeah. fields gets yeah. benefit from it. So points, points will, will come about from race position. Um, depending on what tier it is, the strength of the field. So, um, uh, you know, how, how, what the average, I think the average um, points for the top five ranked athletes that are racing in that race will determine what um, percentage you get in points from the strength that field and then the race time. So that, so the time that's against the um, ideal, a, 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 the, um, the, the calculated ideal time that Torsten figures out. So, so basically um, we're going to see people looking around for those key races that will give the most points available to them, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and it probably brings, I mean, New Zealand to a point where, Unfortunately, we're not going to see those those big hitters coming because I mean New Zealand will fall into that silver it's ranking got 100, race. A hundred thou, fifty to hundred, fifty to hundred and fifty thousand is silver. Oh wow! Yeah, mm, so wow. so that sort of kills our potential for the big overseas travelling athletes. Like normally, if this wasn't CB Keenlays last year and he wasn't doing his world tour, he probably wouldn't be coming down to this race. Wow. I, so I, quite, I, I did stay awake just I did I drifted <laughs> off about nine times. So how many times did you drift off through that bike painter? Fuck, I wish I had paid attention in school. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I will, I will say, I'll say this though. I'll say this though. Like, yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take those big hitters away from events like Ironman New Zealand that sort of stuff. But in the same uh, same scenario, it's also gonna allow some of these up and comers to get. PTO yeah. points where they normally yeah. wouldn't have been able to because we had big hitters coming down. Yeah, exactly. So, they had to do something because I can't. I could not get my head around um, the fact that TA Teresa Adam was ranked number one in the world at the first PTO race. Yeah, just doesn't yeah. doesn't add up. And that, and I, I love I love Teresa and I bagged on about how brilliant she was in that lead up year it was she was insanely good that year and then she disappeared after mm. and after that was because she benefited from winning i mean zero and breaking the course record and that was basically shot into right. the top yeah um yeah so the interesting thing i found with that is is they're putting itu long distance world champs as a platinum which actually puts us at level of challenge roth so in the past you haven't seen the big hitting athletes go and do the itu long distance worlds i mean last year lucy charles won it but it was it was it was a bit of a different race because it was on the same weekend as Collins Cup. 
But now they're actually saying, hey, athletes, ITU long distance world champs, this is going to be a big deal. So if you want to get yeah. some good points, you turn up to this race. And that's that's actually quite a quite a quite a big move on ITU's part. And um so yeah. which is quite cool because because the next ITU world long course world champs, oh not this year, but the one after is the Townsville in Aussie. Mm. So and that's a race that a lot of Kiwis might go over and watch. Yeah. And you might get um a freaking top level world class field turning up to that. Um I, I, I tell you what, my brain was fading, obviously, because I'm like, long distance world champs, that's that's a niece, isn't it? And then it took me <laughs> oh, 10 seconds to register that one was Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, okay, so where's this year's long distance world champs, Rob? Uh, in Ibiza. 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 Is that the yeah. one in April? Yeah. That all the April millers are going, all the millers are going over for. Is ah, that the one? Right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure Ibiza. that's the one. There's one in Ponte Vedra, which is the um, – oh, okay. The other world championships, but I think the long course is in Ibiza. Ah, okay. Yeah, so is, maybe yeah. I was thinking of Ponte Vedra. Oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that topic was mildly interesting. Well, no, it was good because mm. one yeah. listener. Yes, we answered one listener. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And any eight listeners, any personal questions you've got, we are happy to to, to <laughs> deep dive and find the answers out for you, <laughs> and, and and do our, and do our research. Um, yeah, I, I I I tell you one thing. I also I just as we start to wind down, I really want to acknowledge Sam Perry. Yeah, I thought, mate, you're only a twenty year old. So I checked. He's he, he's born in two thousand and three. Wow. Oh my god! Wow. I mean, that was when I did my first season of Special K. I think. Oh god, that's that was my first. That was. In my first yeah. Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So um, so yeah, I I, I think a shout out to him. Also, a shout yeah. out to Bria Roderick. I think that um really happy that um we're seeing again this fight for that number two spot for the girls. Mm. We really want to have the Vanderpool versus um Van Art fights for those number two spots for New Zealand. And just a reminder, Bria, your competition isn't um those um uh um oh god, there's so much brain fade. Any of the other internationals uh in ITU, Bria Roderick, your competition it's Hannah Knighton, mm-hmm. it's it's Ainsley Thorpe, it's Olivia Thornbury. You four girls, go fucking kill each other. <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Yes, yes respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Not, not, no, not, not like that. What was it? The astronaut, <laughs> not literally. Not the astronaut that um, was driving across America <laughs> yeah. wearing a nappy or something. Some nappies. <laughs> yeah, 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 none of that shit. Okay, none yeah. of that shit. Just a, a fair fight. A fair fight. That's what we're looking for, ladies, is a fair fight. Cut your nails. Fair fight. It's awesome, and we will we will talk about it as much as we can. We are going to follow over from now until the end of the season. The conversation will regularly be about the number two, right? It's about the number two for the men. It's about the number two for the women, and let's see if we can develop um, that 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 friend that um, I'm sure that, would that make these girls um, frenemies. Yeah, because I think they're all pretty good mates. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amongst the guys, they're definitely frenemies, eh? Yeah. That, yeah. that they love each other, but they want to yeah. fucking kill each other. It's just the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's about that one. What else have we got in my notes? Nice. That, uh, um, I, I wrote down here, was oh, I asked that question that when Kyle Smith um, got punted from high performance, was that a blessing in disguise? Yeah, yes, I think that. you might be saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's probably Okay, yeah. I... I guess, is there any other general business before I, oh, my God, turn it over to the bike painter who's found a new sport? Jesus Christ. <laughs> any, any, anything else there? All good here. Okay, painter, 
<sighs> Let's go. What have you found? Right. Well, you know, you know, I'm on the cutting edge of uh, cutting edge. Things, right? that term. <laughs> cutting edge. Yes, it's cutting, cutting edge. edge. Yes, this balloon. Uh, what is it? Know, Can we get balloon up? Balloon up is cutting we had, edge. We had, balloon, we had balloon world cup. We had car jitsu. What car else did we jitsu. have? Oh, that bloody. Uh, we had the um, the corgi racing. No, 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 no the, ju- the juggling, the combat juggling, combat juggling, combat, combat juggling. My what have you found? And uh, I think I was watching the, I was watching a replay of the 2008 uh, World Series of a sport called roof ball. <laughs> roof, roof ball. Roof ball. But I'm not going to explain go- it. No, what, what? No, no, don't, don't leave hang us on. all hanging. Hang don't on, no, leave no, us okay. hanging. Was, was this, was Roof Ball featured in a, 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 an iconic movie from the 90s called Mulrat? No, not Mulrat. Um, yeah, Mulrat. Yeah. It's, ice, yeah. it's, it's roller hockey on a roof. Oh, no, it's different. No, 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 no. Oh. no. So not, not the more, not the Mulrat's version. No. Wow. But, uh, no, you're thinking about clerks. That's what you're yeah, thinking. Clerks, about. clerks, yes, yeah. Clerks. Oh, I can't yeah. movie. <laughs> so you're thinking about clerks, but say, uh, say, uh, same people, same, 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 uh, same circle for the movie. Brilliant. Uh, no, roof, <laughs> roofful, roofful. Um, so basically, it's uh, it's it's a derivative derivative of uh, American football, um, where you score points by throwing a ball onto the roof and hitting hitting various. Uh, various parts of the roof, chimneys, um, pipes, gutters, <laughs> catching it. Um, but yeah, 2008 uh, World Series of roof ball was a was was a riveting watch. I, I, I recommend you get onto YouTube and and uh, give it a search, give it a watch. It's um quite uh, you know some interesting stats uh, to be had. So yeah, roof ball, roof ball. I, I you know what makes me feel absolutely inadequate and pathetic. I've just yep. written down 2008 roof ball. So I don't forget what's called, so I can have a look for it later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So my lord, my life. Painter is your season. Uh, is your season over, Painter? No, so I, it's not. We've got uh, we've got seventy point three in two weeks. Oh, you got you got down to the, 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 do the um, seventy point three at Ironman. Seventy point three. Um, I raced People's Choice yesterday rather inadequately. Um, oh no! Hang on, we saw the photo. <laughs> we saw the photo. Which one? Yeah, you saw the photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I we, mean, I, I did you, what? <laughs> did you did you lose any rubber off your front wheel when you were rubbing the, the rear tire of the bike in front of you? That was that was feral in front of you. Well, wasn't it was a feral. That oh was my feral, god! Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh was my Stephen, god! Stephen Farrell in front of me, and um, and yeah, drop. I had, I dropped him with uh, 10k to go. He was out the back. He was gone. He was spent. Oh, he was. Uh, he he'd had a so, hard day on the bike. So he did the first 20k. You got your breath back, and then you spat him. Is that what happened? Yeah, pretty. Yeah. Oh God bless. Yeah, God bless. Yep, oh yep. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, so that's uh, it, uh, and then that's it for the season, pretty much. So. Is it? Oh, cool. Yep. And Rob, have you got, what about you? You got any races coming up? Uh, I'll probably do Xterra, but then I'm I'm just knuckling oh, down cool. for Challenge, Challenge Roth in um, June. Wow. Just uh, get, get getting serious, getting serious about it for a change, Put rather than mucking down. around. Yeah. Oh, good. Do more than do more than six weeks training. That'd be the plan. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I look. I hope. I hope that we're not because to be fair, boys, our response to what we think Try and Z are going to do over the domestique thing is very cynical. We're presuming that they're not going to entertain it or look at it, right? Mm. I still think we're right. We're right to be yep. cynical. 
I know, I think oh, that's, yes. <laughs> that's the saddest takeaway from today, especially now that that Kyle's because we were sort of like, I tell you what, it was not fair because I didn't think that oh Kyle's going to come back and try and qualify for Paris. And I'm like, oh, yeah, good on you, Kyle. Yeah, mate. You're a long-distance boy now. I had absolutely pigeonholed him. Mm. Completely pigeonholed him as long-distance. Well, middle, to be fair, middle-distance. I thought, he's just going to focus on getting that uh, um, PTO money. Yeah. <laughs> Still, that was, boys, cough's coming. Got to go. We're done. We're done. Go. 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 Got to get this cough out. See you, boy. Bye. <laughs> don't edit that out. Don't go just yet. Don't go just yet. Jesus. Jesus. Come and, come and give me the Voyager. I want the Voyager. <laughs>